Welcome to the 69th episode of The Gathering. We are a group of geeks based out here in the ass-to-mouth Southern California. We fucking put that? <laughs> start oh, boy. With introductions and the question of the week. Who is your favorite comic relief? I don't know. How drunk are you, Eric? I'm not, but you're fucking Ron Burgundy over here. You'll read whatever's put on the damn teleprompter. <laughs> Stay classy, Atlanta. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm sorry. What oh. happened when with two Halloweens ago? What did we do no, for Halloween? No, no, no. Whoa, wait, wait. Okay, we were the Anchorman crew. Anyway, I thought this was <laughs> Who was be, I? I thought this was going to be a, a 69 joke because it's the 69th episode and we're doing ass to mouth. Is it not? We are a group. It's you're doing it wrong. So we are both giving and receiving. That's the joke. That was why I suggested Astamouth. Is that is the wrong version of sixty nine? Who's your favorite comic relief? (laughs) Okay, asshole. (laughs) Fuck you. I thought I was the troll of the podcast. Generally, yes. (laughs) You did. You did troll, man. You did troll. All right. uh, Favorite favorite comic relief. Uh, All right. So this is Eric. And I, I haven't really thought about this because I've been tripping out over the, the ass-to-mouth comment. Um, you know what? My favorite comic relief on, I'm going to go with a TV show, is actually going to be John Dorian from Scrubs. Because he seems like the main character, but realistically, like, the protagonists of the show are everybody else. It's a... It's a- Ensemble comedy, yeah, yeah, I'd agree. But you don't care about the other. He's the one that keeps everything light and interesting, despite all the heavy concepts That's that are happening. So weird. That's freaking me out because I've been watching a lot of Scrubs lately. We, yeah, we watched it today. <laughs> me too. Think about it. Your main character is actually your comic relief, except and, for the last season. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. But but, I, but the main character of that show is actually the hospital itself. Yeah, I'd well, agree. Ted. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ted, it's all like a Ted fever dream, like Ted, what he would want to do. Ted, that, well, would... that, that becomes St. Elmo's fire, which is another <laughs> argument entirely. But <laughs> no, Ted, if any, he's the sad sack of the hospital. I love Well, Ted. absolutely. <laughs> Apparently when the pilot aired and the guy who plays Ted, uh, his mom saw it and called him immediately and was like, why do you look so sickly? Well, it was because... They would spray him with water before every shot he was in <laughs> to make him look like he had a bunch of flop sweat going on. <laughs> you know, his mom is actually a photograph of his mom is actually in the background of his office. Oh, yeah, that's okay. his real mom. Oh, we can awesome. spend an entire episode talking about Scrubs. I fucking love, I love that show. Scrubs. So uh, good. So and good. he actually has a barbershop quintet. Yeah, yeah. no, and they perform the at a Christmas sh- party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. play Turk's Wedding the end of season three. That that's his actual. Ooh, and no, and also um, the Hawaii episode, though, where they did Hey Ya. Hey Ya. I don't know. Okay, I know the song, asshole. I shake don't... it, shake, shake, shake it. I have it on my phone. Shake it the... like a Polaroid picture, dick I have bag. the song on my phone. Anyways. Congratulations? They're called the Blanks. Yeah. The oh. we all... You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that one. That was news. <laughs> okay, all right. And yet, Hibbleton beat them in a... <laughs> in a uh, acapella off an aka off I guess I don't know you know his name isn't Hamilton no Hibbleton was the janitor's acapella band oh yeah. <laughs> we were oh, we were still in scrubs uh, my brain went elsewhere dumbass ah fuck you 69 ass to mouth over here <laughs> ah, I love this scrubs you have a better take. joke we're waiting for a better joke than ass to mouth you gave us the joke! 
and you have been complaining about it since. Wait, wait, you're saying that you put that up I, there as an opportunity <laughs> to me to come up with a better I joke? I was the first one to say anything, and Tyler was like, okay, we'll just do ass to mouth. And no one said anything else, so I'm still waiting on you to come up with a better joke. I didn't joke. realize this was a one-up experience. I guess I should know When better. we're involved, it's always a one-up experience. There it is. Yep, no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it <is>. means- <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. All right, someone else introduce themselves. We're already how? What are the five minutes into the podcast? <laughs> and only one, one answer. <laughs> speak, monkey. Speak. Okay, Somebody. fine. I was gonna wait because mine's weird, but I'm actually gonna pick like yourself. Yeah. Like your face. <laughs> I'm actually gonna pick the Joker. Okay. Because mostly because of Arkham Knight. The video game. Yeah. Okay. Have you played it? No. No. Oh, okay. We're, we're your drinking dragons guys. No, not your gamer culture guys. You play more games than me. Mass Effect. Yeah. And Laura Croft. I have played the first Tomb Raider. Yeah. Well, the, of the reboot. reboot. I haven't. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. No. I. Uh, if you play Arkham Knight, it's a buddy cop game, and Joker is there in your mind. Like he's dead, but like spoiler alert, I guess. It's almost a year now. Yeah. Um, Damn. All right. But uh, the real spoiler is the one that everyone figured out before the game even came out. Yeah. Well, the villain was Jason Todd the entire time. Well, really? Oh, like we didn't know. Really? Everyone knew. Uh, How did you man? not know? Oh, son of a, what, what? The Batman under the red hood comes out and suddenly just it's free reign on Jason Todd. And everybody's like, oh, we got to get Jason Todd in there. We got to you know, squeak him in somehow. No, yeah, it so, was this that's whole. Exactly what they did. Now there's like 70 years of Batman villains to use. So but, uh, the when the video game was coming out, they're like, "Oh, we picked a new villain. We called him the Arkham Knight, and it's gonna be something that we've you've never seen." Rocksteady was all like, "Oh, it's gonna be really interesting." And someone at a convention was like, "Is it Jason Todd?" And they're like, "No, no, no, it's not Jason Todd. No, stop it. You didn't figure it out." And, and then, then, like two panels later, I would just like to like, reiterate no. that it's not Jason exactly. Todd. And then two months later, when the video game actually came out, everyone found out it was Jason Todd, like they yeah. all thought. It was real. It was sad. I didn't even play the video game, and I just read the articles about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, early in the game, if you read the comics, you know. Yeah, but um. I never the played jo- the game once, and I knew that, that Jason Todd was a thing. It's the only natural way that they were going. I mean, look at the animated series. Joker is the comic relief in that. He's also the, I mean, also Arkham Knight uh, and a lot of the comics. Alfred's the, the comic relief in the animated series. No, Joker's still a villain. Dry wit is not the comic relief. I'm sorry, but I mean, John Gilglid is amazing, but he's not the comic relief in Arthur. Would you? Anybody agree with me on that? Okay, but you don't need to be the. Co- we jumped a couple of formats I, right now. Jesus Christ! I, you know, Samwise Gamgee is the traditional comic relief of uh, the first Lord of pick, the Rings. You, you picked no, mine, dude. No, yes. Elijah Wood was the comic relief. I mean, well, no, at first, Pippin looks wise, yes, but Pippin and Mary. Well, not when th- it's just Sam, Frodo, and fucking Gollum be- in the swamp. Sam becomes the hero of the story. He's got him two the movies end. of that, but the. But, as it starts out, Sam oh. is the gardener who is suddenly brought into the story. Fool uh, Okay, oh, no, it depends on what movie know. you're looking at because it starts with Mary and Pippin are the comic relief and fellowship, and then when they branch off and do their own thing through Two Towers in Return, they are no longer comedic realistically. Yeah. That becomes true. like Treebeard and some other folks. No, that's true. Um, Anyways, so true. just 
it was more that uh, it wasn't so much the movie as much as the book. My point was um, the actor who play, Sean Astin, who plays Samwise Gamgee. Yes, he was the comic relief in the first Lord of the Rings. Oh, I've been dropping no Eve, sir. That was pretty funny when he yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah, in the first one. That was funny. And Pippin. But he's not Pippin. the comic yeah, relief yeah, yeah. in the Goonies or anything else he has done. Or Rudy, also a great film. <laughs> Son, Sean Astin is not always the comic relief. Well, no. So your argument is null and void. I'm sorry. Fifty First Dates was terrible. He was the only part that I actually laughed at. That doesn't mean he's the comic relief. And if it's a comedy, you can't be the comic relief because the whole thing's supposed no, to be funny. No, no, he was the comic relief in Fifty First Dates. He was. He, he diffused the him. tension. Yeah. The jokes were always about him. But it's a comedy. So if there's a comic relief in a comedy, yeah. you're doing it Deadpool? wrong. No. What are you talking about? Yeah. What? How do you not have a comedy? It's just, it's the foil to the main character. Yeah. It, it just, yet, it's not like two comedies cancel each other out and make a drama. Meet the parents? No, but I, specifically the concept was a comic relief is someone who is in a dramatic or more serious something like Lord of the Rings, and then brings comedy to it. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I pitched John Dory, and you didn't have a problem with that. That wasn't a fucking comedy. <laughs> it was an interesting and different choice. I I would not have assumed someone would pick John Dorian, but when you kind of put it like that, he was the only one who never... Him and Turk, really, were the only ones who never took anything seriously. Yeah. So, Okay, so then how about... Uh, you made your pick. Yeah, you already made your pick. Live with Haley, it. go. <laughs> We're ten minutes into the podcast, and we've had two people introduce themselves. What about Kunta? Kunta and Luke. <laughs> that might be the most racist thing I'm you've not, ever said. <laughs> I hope I was hoping I blotted that one out. Was, oh, dear <laughs> and Lord. somebody go. Um, Hi, Haley. Hi. Mine are more on the comedic side, my apologies, but my, my mind went straight to Disney, and I'm going to say Yzma and Kronk. Ooh, Kronk's a good one. I like that yeah, one. But I like them as a duo. I like Yzma in there, too. Not necessarily just Kronk. I didn't see the second one. They kind of do an Abbott and Costello kind of routine a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, good. I could watch I probably 45 minutes worth of Kronk just talking to squirrels and be <laughs> entertained. But, I mean, is it Kronk or is it Patrick Warburton? It's Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. It definitely oh, is yeah. Patrick Warburton. Uh, if it yeah. wasn't him, I wouldn't care so much. So you funny. swap him out for, like, Jamie Kennedy and you lose it. <laughs> the entire or also, I'll stand in line for Soren over California just to watch. Nope, nope. <laughs> Patrick Warburton, it's that voice and his size about he was. It. He played Buzz Lightyear in the uh, cartoon version. Yeah. Also, oh, in the Buzz Lightyear, uh, Space, Space Command. Space don't, Command forget, don't forget Ted 2. Yes. I was just going to say, yes. no, no, wait, 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 wait. Before, right. you yeah. before you do that. Putty. Jeff here, and I'm going to have to say that my particular uh, uh, one that I would pick would be Arthur from The Tick. Okay. Because, you know, he's just too dang hilarious when it, when it, when but, it comes to that. But that Arthur... actor was also in Scrubs, Sean Foley. True. Yes. True. But Arthur in The Tick is almost a, a dramatic relief. Yeah, he's more, he's like the straight man, honestly. Yeah. Well, but he's a funny straight man. Oh, it, that's much like Jason yeah. Bateman in Arrested Development. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, I give that to you as a worthy a worthy comparison. I finally saw yeah, that show. Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, my I can God. See that, but still, I think it still applies. <laughs> I changed my answer. No. To, you no. had Tobias. Like three. No, false. Tobias is not the comic relief. No, he's just like. The weird thing that's present. That was creepy as hell. I know. Everybody heard Dan laughing. No, we, we all heard. I'm oh, not wow. sure if he's laughing Damn. at us, though. Dan, did you just laugh at us? 
Alright, Dan's streaming on Twitch right now. You'll you'll hear Dan. If you're on Twitch two days ago, you you would have heard Dan. Alright, we're about at the twelve and a half minute mark, and I did not expect Said the fucking TikTok man over here. Yeah, there you go. So I did not expect uh Whoa, that's TikTok man? That actually kind of goes with my choice, and I don't think you know why. That's fucking weird. Dark Tower? Yeah. It's a Harlan Ellison reference, god damn it. Oh, yeah. So, anyways. um, Your name is Tim. My name is Tim, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. I did not, I, so my choice, I was the one who chose the question of the week. It did not go the way I wanted to, which was (laughs) honestly (laughs) the best possible reaction. It caused a lot of discussion. It was very interesting. Yeah. um, My choice of the week. It mo- and the reason I even asked the question was because I wanted to choose this. Uh, my favorite comic relief is Eddie Dean from the Dark Tower series, who oh, it's yeah. rumored that Aaron Paul, this was a rumor oh. that came out last night, Aaron Paul is going to be cast as that character That's in the Dark cool. Tower film. That would film. be good. That'd be, he would be perfect for that role. For years, I was really, really hoping Timothy Oliphant would play the character. But he got way too old. So uh, Timothy Olyphant could do Roland though. He he's no he, he could do, do Roland, Roland yes. now. But well, I was yeah. Ten years ago, when I was first wanting the movie to happen, I was like well, Timothy Oliphant would be and the perfect Clint Eastwood would have done you know Roland, Roland because yeah, he's he always would. described as Clint. Uh, anyway, yeah. I'm not excited about that. But uh, I am. I know you don't I like am, the books as I'm much. S- I'm so excited. Like uh, totally so, excited here. <laughs> It's weird. You know, I read The Lord of the Rings multiple times when I was in middle school and I loved it and I thought it was great. And then I discovered The Gunslinger when I was 14. And I was like, this is interesting. Let's give it a read. And I thought it was the greatest thing I've ever read. I zoomed through the rest of the series. I know Eric's not a big fan of the series. Mm, nope. But I've been following the news of the movie production closely. And the second Idris Elba got cast, I was like, whoa. This is going to be different. Yeah. It's not going to be what we're expecting, and I'm very interested. And Matthew McConaughey as the villain. Come on, I there's nothing the about greatest it. Greatest actors yeah, right now. Period. And then Aaron Paul as the comic relief. I'm all aboard. Uh, that's yeah. just me. No, I, I love all of those guys. It's just uh, you just don't like the source material. Yeah, I have a fundamental problem with with the story. Yeah. Wait, would you rather have Aaron Paul or Alan Tudyk? Aaron Paul. Alan oh, okay. Tudyk's a little old right now. And that's the problem with Timothy Oliphant. Uh, Alan Tudyk should be in everything, but <laughs> thank you, Dan. Alan Tudyk should be in everything, and I love that he's in every Disney movie ever, which is great, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he should play the comic relief in every movie ever. Yeah. If he's not right for the role, he's just not right for the role. And this... Is the gathering? Fuck you, Eric. Now join the gathering. Five, four, three, two, one, go. So the big news that's come out in the past couple of days—well, I mean, this comes out on Friday, so it came out the Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones trailer. God damn it! Can you just wait? No. So, <laughs> Game of Thrones trailer showed up yesterday. We're recording this on Wednesday. Came out of nowhere. They didn't kind of hype it. What HBO was doing was saying, oh, there's 50 episodes released and there's 50 days till the season four, uh, five, uh, six premiere. So do I care about their marketing campaign? I, I do a little bit. No. Nope. Anyways. So nope. I can guarantee you I can spend the next two hours um, myself talking about this trailer. <laughs> but let's uh, open it up. Um, I can guarantee you there's going to be some sh- definitely show spoilers 
probably some book spoilers as well. So if you're not caught up, be concerned. Anyways. First off, Haley is only... I could talk for myself and tell them. Um, I just finished episode three of season two. Okay. Um, oh but gosh. I will forget everything we say by the time I'm caught up. There's a lot going on. so Yeah, there is. Too um, much going on. So one of the big things in the trailer that uh, at one point you see the group of five men and one pulls a sword and he has long blonde hair. You know who that looks like? Nope. Looks like Sean Bean from season one of Game of Thrones. And it's well known that... Wait, wait. So you're saying that Sean Bean is coming back? He's not coming back, no. But the character of Ned Stark might be returning this season. Wait, wait. Didn't they already say that this season Hmm. was going to have some flashbacks? There, It's been rumored that it's going to flashback. So the rumor basically extends from they're shooting in Spain and they're shooting on a castle that looks like a place called the Tower of Joy, which in Game of Thrones, the uh, backstory is very important because that's where Ned finds his sister, Lyanna. Yeah. And in the books, she specifically says, promise me, Ned, you, you get kind of a flashback in the first book where Ned dreams about it, where he says, promise, or she says, promise me, Ned, promise me. And you don't know what she wants him to promise her, but one, she was stolen away by Rhaegar Targaryen. And two, her father and older brother were both killed. So by the Targaryens. You, by the Targaryens. So you're assuming, oh, something really bad must have happened down there because Lyanna dies that day. Except there are three Kingsguard that are left to protect Lyanna at the Tower of Joy. Oh, it's actually my favorite moment of all the Game of Thrones lore it, is when Ned Stark goes to get his sister back. Yeah. So Ned Stark takes... Well, everybody, I think. Yeah. Ned Stark takes seven Northmen to the Tower of Joy to fight three Kingsguard. And all that are left are Ned Stark... And Howland Reed. And Howland Reed, who is the father of Jojen and Mira, who show up in season three, who are both green seers who can see the future. I thought Jojen was just a green seer. Uh, Okay, I was trying to make it as simple as possible to explain so. (laughs) The kids with Bran? Yeah, yeah. the kids oh, with okay. Bran. Yeah, going, going so north to he, he's their the father. So there's... Yeah, that makes okay. sense. Basically, the theory is there's only three people that knows what happened to the Tower of Joy. Ned Stark, who's dead. Howland Reed, who we never see. And uh, Ned Stark's younger brother... Um, why can't I think? Uncle Benjen. Oh, who who's, disappears who's been missing. The, who's been missing since I, the first I didn't know season. Benjen went to the Tower of Joy. Well... I don't know. I don't think he went to the Tower the of Joy. That, that Ned just, but Ned he told him? joins the Bat- Black immediately after Ned returns. So there's some thinking oh, that he felt like guilty. he's got knowledge that he can't divulge, or his life would be threatened if he. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. I get so, that. So the theory is that the Tower of Joy. Do you mind if I spoil this? I don't know if you know this no. already, Taylor. Go ahead. I know the lore. I, every everyone knows it. I know Eric knows yeah. it. I know it. He yes. knows it. So then we have someone here who's only up to episode three, although you kind of get some two. references in or season two, episode three. Whatever. Just 13. Cool 13 out of 50. So the theory is Ned Stark, a man who is very honorable and well, so a man who is very honorable and known for always doing the right thing. Does it really make sense that he would sleep with a random chick and have a bastard out of wedlock? Yeah. 
No, no, it well, does not. Wait, wait. Hey, man, I... Sean Bean gets horny too. In real life, but not as and Ned dies. Stark. <laughs> well, I, I, like he does in Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings. So, um, oh, and Patriot Games. Oh. No, but yeah, Patriot Games. I and uh, and everybody, Wait, I, I thought it was a universal like theory that Jon Snow was his, his sister's son. Yeah, it's it's oh. pretty well recognized yeah, at this point. That's but what it is. Damn, so I didn't have I know. a movie for Goldeneye. Um, oh, yeah. So anyways, so in the trailer, you see two scenes. At one point, you see a guy who looks like how Ned Stark was in season one, but younger. He has long hair, and he draws his swords, and he's with six other people. It's a really cri- uh, quick clip, but I remember watching it and looking at it and was like, oh, my God, that's Ned Stark. And then later, you see two Northmen fighting a guy in a suit of armor. And he has the Targaryen sigil on it, which is the dragon. And he's dual wielding swords right here. We actually have it up. And he's fighting two Northmen. And one of them looks like they have Ned Stark's hair. So yeah, because they look like they're garbed in that Oh, part. you're right. Yeah, yeah they look Targaryen like they're gar- dragon. They, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're garbed in Valyrian steel. So yeah, and, they are, that's Valyrian steel. And then those are two Northmen he's fighting because they have the Northmen garb. So it's very clearly that they're showing uh, the... The trailer basically reveals that the Tower of Joy is showing up, and the reveal of the Tower of Joy is supposedly that Lyanna, Ned Stark's younger sister, was the mother of John, and Ned had no parentage to John. Whatsoever. The idea being that Jon Snow is the son of Lyanna Stark and Rhaegar Targaryen, which so, makes yeah. him actually Related the rightful Daenerys. heir to the throne of Westeros. Mm, yeah. So then, why does Lady Stark? hate him so much she because she thinks he's a bastard yeah she uh. thinks that ned broke his vow even though at that point she hadn't met ned stark no or she'd th- met him as the brother of her betrothed yeah and then her betrothed died so then she became betrothed to ned because he was now the yeah but the, the thing that that catelyn was most concerned about was that you know um ned treated him like like he was a stark like he was his right rightful born son like just the same as rob or anybody else and the thing that really got to her was that john in the books at least looks more like a northman than any of their other children very true and it's actually a really good kind of clue is in the book first book or season one of game of thrones when ned specifically goes up to cersei and says i will give you this chance to take your children and leave the capital so that they will survive. Because Ned feels very strongly towards children in this regard and doesn't want to see kids die. He does the same thing. He tries to keep Daenerys and her being pregnant. He tries to keep her from well, getting right. killed. I don't think it necessarily has to do anything with Ned with the fact that John was born out of wedlock or his, his Well, his no, but nephew. it shows that... But it shows that, that he's a, a noble person and cares about these things. That and cares, cares about re- children. He cares about the future. But he also cares about doing what's right and what's not. I mean, he doesn't just go to Cersei and say, hey, your kids are going to be fine. We'll take care of them. No, it's you and your kids. It's that bond. You are a terrible, terrible person. You can't rule this kingdom. However, I will allow you to to usher your children to safety. He is a moral person. Yeah, absolutely. But he's also willing to strangle Littlefinger outside of a brothel. But that also, <laughs> fair enough. Who would? Right. Oh, I'll Minor strangle him uh, little fingers an asshole, and he yep. if as long as him and Ramsey Snow dies at some point in the series, I'm going to be very happy with the Welcome outcome. Welcome to Game of Thrones, the <laughs> podcast. Wait, wait, 
Can I ask a question real quick? Of course. No. What? Ca- <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Um, Had to happen. What character are y'all like most excited to see? Like how they progress. Jon Snow's resurrection. I mean, is that yeah. everyone? What I, I think that was about? pretty obvious in the trailer that's happening, yeah. which is a spoiler for the books because this is going to be, you know, leapfrogging where the books are at. Yeah. Uh, for the first time, HBO is going to release a, ser- uh, a season that has content that that surpasses the books. And that's, well, so that's going to be huge. Soon to be in the books. Is what Ho- hopefully. <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, George R. R. Martin always said that, you know, fuck wherever the TV show goes. They have my input. I'm a consultant, whatever. But I'm still going to write my books the yeah. way I yeah. want them to be written. And he's a perfectionist, so he's more concerned with perfection versus the show, which has a schedule and a deadline, and they're going to do it yeah. as quickly. Now, and The as, thing that, as... that makes me think is when George R. R. Martin was questioned about this new series, A Song of Ice and Fire... He was specifically saying that he's going to write a show or write a, a story that can never be bought by Hollywood. Yeah, because it's going to include too many characters, that's too many people. You, you too cannot, big of battles. You cannot produce this show. And because he, he had been a screenwriter for ten years, he was working on a couple of TV shows. So I think wherever the TV show goes, wherever HBO decides to take it, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be phenomenal. I'm going to watch every second, every second of it, and love it. However, I think he's going to be watching it or reading those those scripts and looking at those dailies, and he's going to absolutely say, "All right, they did this. Fuck them. I'm doing I'll this." Yeah. yeah, it's going to be much bigger. I don't think so. I think he's very happy with HBO because they already yeah, know the he's ending. made a bajillion dollars <laughs> off of HBO. I'd be happy. I mean, that's not, a scientific term right there. Bajillion. I mean, not only that, it is though. <laughs> I mean, but not only that, but like. After Sopranos, they had Deadwood, Rome, uh, a Carnival. couple other. What? Oh, that was Carnival. Was Carnival, like Six Feet Under. Yeah. I mean, a couple of good shows, but besides Sopranos, this is like the first like real big one where they took. True Blood was really really popular. Yeah. Yeah. I and was gonna Game say, of Thrones yeah. is murdering True Blood's numbers. But, no, Sopranos but, was the number one most popular. True Blood was number two. And then Game of Thrones came out. And well, well, Game of Thrones is actually influencing companies like Disney ABC. No, they are releasing... That's not my point. Uh, sorry, I've, I've taken no. your tangent from you. It's fine. Um, no, no, no. Disney ABC is releasing Of Kings and Prophets, which is a, bi- a biblical story. However, it they want it to be their answer to Game of Thrones so badly that if you stream it or you get it on DVD, there is going to be an R rating. Of an ABC show, of a basic cable show, they no, will not have even basic a basic cable, a network show, a network show. They will have an R rating available for people to serve as their answer to Game of Thrones. Interesting. Try and take some of that audience, and it's it's exactly what you think from. No, they're uh, not. They're not the only one. Well, they're the oh, only yeah. one that's bringing up uh, gratuitous violence and nudity. Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. Is it uh, Spartacus? Spartacus, uh, Spartacus doesn't count. Spartacus was a premium channel show to begin with. Yeah, oh. I, think, I think Spartacus actually came before Game of Thrones too. Spartacus Maybe. was, but first. regardless, as far as their Spartacus was a rip off audience, three hundred, the and then actually became way better than three hundred. Uh, yeah. first season, yes. Everything sa- past that, no. Did you watch everything past that? I watched uh, uh, what was after Blood and Sand. They did Gods um, of the Arena, which is the prequel series because yeah. the main actor had cancer. I know. Which and then Spartacus sucks, Vengeance man. was kind of stupid. Love you. 
But then Spartacus War of the Damned. Was Holy shit! They had four seasons out of Spartacus. Four seasons. <laughs> Only three of them actually was about Spartacus. The uh, Gods of the Arena was a prequel. So series. here's here's my question about it. Uh, because I didn't watch past Blood and Sand. How do you do a prequel and make Lucy Lawless's tits look better? Uh. She G. was I. only a year older, so it wasn't that big of a difference, I guess. I so they were the same, even Basically. though it was years previously. Or it wasn't that much many years previously. Basically, it was about the ascent. Crixus, yeah. It was the, the ascent of Crixus, and then their other star was this guy, uh, Gannicus, who shows up in Spartacus Vengeance, which was the sequel series to Spartacus Blood, Blood and I guess Sand. The, I guess the punchline here is uh, watch Spartacus Blood and Sand, if you ever had a hard on for Xena Warrior Princess, because yeah, she gets, damn, she still looks good. Yeah, I don't know. I, War of the Dam, though, did a great job of being a show on a budget and yet had phenomenal battle sequences. Like, there was a battle, like a big battle sequence in eight out of the ten episodes of that All right. show. All right. And it was kind of frustrating because it was when Game of Thrones was refusing to do battles. And it's like, look at this show. It's on a way smaller budget than you. And it's doing these crazy awesome battles. Because we only have three named characters. That's, that's fair, too. Yeah. Instead of your Game of Thrones average season of 17. No. And I mean, that's the big The Game of Thrones is a thousand times a better show. But the big concern was, why is Game of Thrones afraid to do these big budget or these big battles that Spartacus is showing they could do on a budget? Because they have to pay all those actors. Yeah, I see. I well, don't not think it's, ju- well, I don't not just that, but the lore is different, too. I mean, if you were going to do like a Game of Thrones set during the heroic age or something when the big battles were going on, that's a totally no, different there's, there's story. No, there's plenty this of big is, battles in, in Game of Thrones. Well, yeah, there are some, but in recent memory, besides the besides the popular revolt of Baratheon and everything, really, there's nothing else that is a sizable conflict going on. But during the, the show, we've had opportunities. No, during the timeline... That's not on the level of, of, of Baratheon's revolt, I During the timeline of the, she- of, the, of the show, we've had opportunity to show... These epic battles. Sure, sure. Um, you've had opportunity. Think, think yeah. about Black, the Black, Battle of the Blackwater. You got that, sure. Um, the first time you watch it, I was actually kind of, you know, left wanting. I was like, "What? That was it? That yeah. was? I mean, was after the Battle of the Blackwater. Reading the book, the battle in the book was fucking nuts. And then you watch oh, yeah. the show, and you're like, "Oh, that was oh. good for a TV show." Yeah, and it's well, like, here's a cavalry charge and cut, and then they won. Oh. Well, Yay. It kind of brings back to an earlier point that you were talking about that, you know, the version of our show that we're seeing off of HBO is a lot different than what George R.R. Martin does. Well, that also relates to many of the iconic images that we have. Like, for one, you know, we all know about the iconic image of the Iron Throne by now and everything. The funny thing is, is that George R.R. Martin has come out and said that, you know, well, that throne and everything, it's iconic and everything. He said this looks good, but, you know, he said it's not my throne. There is a particular image they show online of how he envisioned how the the Iron Throne looks, and technically so it's, it's a, asymmetrical. It, well, it's asymmetrical for one, and it's and the where you sit actually stands about fifteen feet off the ground. It's like way above the ground. There's literally two thousand swords. There's in like it. literally like two thousand swords that, 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 that were burned into I'll, this. I'll show you the picture of it later. Yeah. It's very fascinating. And fair and, enough. However, George R. R. Martin isn't the best known for his foresight in sure, specifically sure. in this series. I mean, he initiates the story with the the wall. Uh, the well, North it's funny you mentioned the wall that, too, because like, eh, it's a it's a wall, and then suddenly he realizes what he wrote, and it's this massive thing. Well, the funny thing is, you mentioned that the wall as he envisioned is actually four times larger than what has been envisioned. And in the it's show. stupid. 
stupid huge. And it's stupid huge to begin with. That's what's funny about and it. And yet, not the tallest structure in the Game no, of Thrones world. not the tallest structure. The Citadel no. in Old Town, which is going to show up in season six, yes. that's actually taller. And there's one other thing that's actually taller than so the wall. So let's talk about another moment from the trailer. Um, Daenerys Targaryen, yeah. she is walking with refugees, not with, with Drogon, who she went there, who she sure. left with. Um, and you see the what the bronze hoof of a statue, which makes me think that she's being ushered back to Veas Dothrak. Yes, absolutely, she it is. is. That's exactly what I thought. I mean, she. We were left on the Dothraki discovering her at the end of season five, and she's even said that I w- I've been rewatching seasons one through five, and at some point in season two. When she's completely lost her Dothraki army, she makes the comment that I will ride to Westeros with the Dothraki army behind me. And then Jorah's like, but they all left you. And yet she is now surrounded by Dothraki. And Jorah's looking for her. Uh, Dario's looking for her. And her dragons still, uh, you know, love her. So yeah. maybe, but yeah. she can control so them enough that. Oh, 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 let's yeah. let's talk about it. let's let's get away from the trailer. Let's talk about like real fucking theories right now. What do you got, Tyler? No, no, no. <laughs> I wanted to a- answer my own question. Uh, you didn't pose a question. What I question was that? I was going to ask, when did you pose was, a question? What character are you most excited about progressing? Oh, that, and his yes. with Jon Snow. Ah, uh, fuck you. I got someone else. Um, well, okay. um, well, we can go there. Mine's on Jon Snow. Mine will always be uh, Varys. Always. Varys, is, I think, is the most like fascinating character have any of y'all seen the photos of uh the sexy um Tyrion Lannister cosplay yes oh god no yeah yes. just google it you actually won't be disappointed I've, I've seen it it's weird Sessie <laughs> sexy did you write Sessie Sessie Tyrion Lannister Sessie Wait so, for it, wait for it, and... Oh, you want an image of the oh, There we go. Oh, my God, wow. that is weird. <laughs> um, anyways. Wow. So, the, there's a couple of other spoilers definitely in that trailer. Um, and if you spend a lot of time researching Reddit. them online, Reddit and all that stuff, which I did. I spent at least two hours going through frame by frame. It's clear that... The Boltons are going to be involved in a major battle sequence, and the rumor is it's oh, yeah. episode nine. I thought they were dead. The Boltons? Oh, no, no. Ramsey. Oh, yeah. You're right. Shut You're up right. and pay attention. So, do you mind if I tell you a couple of... Uh... Nope, no, just keep going. Keep going past. Don't go into okay, the major right. So, there's a major battle sequence that involves the Boltons in episode nine, and they're calling it the battle... The production, on pro- the production they're calling it the Battle of the Six Armies. Now, there was a couple of people who were seen on set to give you a better idea of what happens, but I think that's too big of a spoiler, so I'm not going to share that on the podcast. But episode nine, Ramsey is going to be involved in a major battle that you see glimpses of it. You see um, in the trailer, you see the, um, what is it? You, you see the Bolton men lay down their shields and form a line. And then you see wildlings like Tormund fight uh, and attack them. All right, so I want to I want to steal the, the the scene here and say we've been focusing a lot for the last what thirty six minutes or whatever on the minutia 
of the trailer of this minute and a half trailer that was released. I spent a lot of time on it yesterday. I want to share. I've been waiting through Reddit for a day and a half. Um, but no, I want to, I want to think more about, you know, what's the actual, the overall story that's going to be told in this season. Let's not break it down frame by frame, but let's look at it on a broader picture of what is the next element. Who's going to be the, the main players and what story is actually going to be told right now? Oh, Daenerys. I, I think it's going to be straight up Daenerys and Tyrion and Bran. Yeah, <laughs> the thing the thing with Bran is what's probably most intriguing to me, especially since that's covering no. all the White Walkers. And every that. season, and that he three. was missing from the last previous season. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, but every season has three. Last season was Lena Headey, was Cersei, and Jon yeah. Snow. Well, that's what happens in the books too. Is Cersei's character takes a major. Focal yeah. point in book four. But, right. Yeah. Last season was Tyrion, Cersei, and Jon Snow. Not so much Tyrion, I don't think. Yeah, it was. Uh, you saw some of Tyrion's oh, journey. Oh, I'm sorry. No, uh, I'll change it to um, Arya. Wait. No, I. Sansa. Narrowing it down to Sansa. three. Those, is yeah, a those things happen, but. More, but the more, god? More, more Sansa the god than Arya, dude. The god of faces? The, the many faces. Faceless god? men? Whatever. I, in a while, death. I you're definitely gonna year. see a larger focus on Arya. Um, yeah. Oh my God, there there's just so much. I mean, well, there, uh, there's so, so much that they haven't revealed. You're definitely gonna see a lot of focus on the Faith versus the Lannisters this sure. season. Um, I think my biggest thing was you know the the trailers seem to focus a lot on Jon Snow. Yeah, they you know from listening to the last half an hour, it seems like they focused on a lot of other things. But realistically, those were, you know, one or two frames that, you know, welcome to the nerd show well, that I we know, pick right? up well, on. Tower of um, Joy very directly relates to Jon Snow's no, parentage. Sure. sure. Yeah, so two I, shots of Jon Snow dead. So what I'm thinking is that Jon Snow is going, is there, is there a big tease? You know, is he alive? Is he dead? That's what the cliffhanger well, they left us off That was the big question on. everybody had. So. Right. But I really, I really think that the Jon Snow story is going to be like, Become this the focal slow point. Slow build. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be the the C story that's going to get revealed at the end of the fucking season, and we're gonna have to wait another year and a fucking half before we find out what's really going on with John. I don't. I don't. There's think gonna be so. a lot. I think there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on in the north because I think Bran's gonna come back up, and I think obviously Melisandre well, wait, and wait. Uh, Sir I, I Davos. I know too much, so I can't really. Well, get into this conversation. The thing is, it all is coming down to one particular event that still is going to come in. If you know what the you said, episode is. nine, episode nine of what twelve? We're expecting this next year. Ten. 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 All right. So exactly proving my point. Not really. No. Serve I, it up. All right. So hot plate of spoilers coming your way. Jon Snow. Uh, Kit Harrington, the actor who plays Jon Snow, was seen on the set where they shot the battle sequence for. Uh, episode nine they called it that we don't know we don't know it's episode nine we're assuming it's going to be episode uh, nine yeah that's fair um someone in the it, reddit world said so episode nine and tim took it it as was gospel. watchers on the wall and they had on set spies watchers on the wall.com so <laughs> if you um <laughs> if you've ever shot really... if you ever shot a movie or a tv show you Nerd! know that footage doesn't necessarily dictate episodes sure but there were shots of john snow or there were shots of kit harrington in Jon Snow uh, costume with Longclaw, his sword that was given to him by 
Jor Marmont. Why do you feel the need to separate Kit Harrington from Jon Snow right now? I'm just trying to. Could ex- it be Kit Harrington playing Rob Stark? <sighs> Whatever. I'm just trying to be as specific <laughs> as possible. Know? Anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> on the set, on. the production team Kit referred in drag. The the <laughs> he's Tyrion now. <laughs> The production. Whoa. Wait, wait, we went like full circle. He's. Let me he's, just finish this one thought. Like Asshole, shut hey. up. I'm trying to listen to Tim's point here. Come on. So, on the set, they referred it to the Battle of the Six Armies. It had one other name the Battle of the Bastards. Ramsey Bolton versus oh, Jon that, Snow. That sounds exactly like Reddit playing this this poetic thing. It wasn't on Reddit. And, oh, where'd you hear? Where, where was it? Watchersonthewall.com. Okay, so another website that's. Fan service? It is Ooh. not. Uh, you spend some time there, and you will be very shocked. Are, are you saying you've been indoctrinated by the internet? No, I'm guaranteeing you that John Snow's... Write it down. Re- Whatever Tim's about to say is a guarantee. John Snow's resurrection. It might not happen in the first episode. It might not happen in the second episode, but it's going to happen very early on. Oh, man. Why'd and you water s- it down like that and, and you see indifference it about it? It's so... Not fuck, man. Clearly, I'm coming up. Maybe, maybe soon. Soon, you see it soon. Clearly, in the trailer, at when Davos pulls the sword, he pulls the sword over Jon Snow. Yes, he pulls a phallic symbol and places it over Jon Snow. With Mel, you can see Melisandre's there. Oh, with the female right there. All right, so, and now, (laughs) what happens next? Uh Oh, don't blue ball us here, Tim. (laughs) Wait. I have an idea. What if Melisandre brings him back? Who else would? Shut, shut your mouth. What the, what the fuck was that? Anybody? Ghost? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and Tyler killed the podcast. Yep. I will laugh. Hey, if I was right. moderator, moderator, moderator. Hey. Uh, you, you seemed very comfortable with taking the lead. Why don't you go and talk about it? I'm... Waiting for your opinion and your talk right now. Please, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I can transition us into something else. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, what's did, happening? Did I hurt Tim the Troll's feelings? Hold wait, wait, me. Wait, wait, Blade Runner. Enhance. It's not Blade Runner. Yes, Super Troopers. Enhance. Yeah, they were making fun Enhance. of Blade Runner. Enhance. Tyler actually got you on this one. Uh, did you really? <laughs> Tyler, yeah. Tyler beat me on a Philip K. Dick joke? Holy crap! It's I'm not I'm not impressed right now because I'm not proven, but you know we're gonna go. We're, I'm gonna go home and like the first twenty minutes of the movie. <laughs> I'll, I'll be impressed later, but this is I'm gonna take it. All right. So uh, who saw Zootopia? I did. Anybody in the room? Not Haley yet. did Me too. Not yet. Tyler did, but he's not saying. Uh, Tyler and Haley saw Zootopia. I did. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, you don't even have to have seen the movie to to know this point. There's a a whole big thing, uh, a petition going out online right now. That's to stop Zootopia porn. Oh. There, there are all kinds of articles Hurry. and uh, YouTube videos about this. People ranting about the fact that people are taking Zootopia and turning it into porn. There was furry bopping before Zootopia. What the hell do they think they're going to be able to stop it with this? It's I, bound to I don't know. I just think it's, it's going to happen. Yeah, right? I mean, Rule 34, by yeah. definition, porn uh, will exist. We know about your internet habits, Eric, but you don't need to celebrate <laughs> hey, them. Hey, only my ISP knows about my internet habits. No, Thank you very much. We all know about your internet habits. We see your reviews. <laughs> oh. That was in good you conscience, motherfucker. S- you need to stop going on the 
porn reddits and then commenting on them because anyone yeah. <laughs> can go to your user uh, name on Reddit and see everything you comment on. Stop, stop sharing it on your Facebook, please. No, I I'm want the criticism. I need your points. I am sick and tired of that email blast you keep putting. Oh my god! They're Thank not you, even Mr. Ass to mouth on sixty nine. They're not no. even goddamn. It was. Oh, guys, it was. I was. I was trying to get on your input. Ninth episode Fuck. of the gathering. I'm gonna. We're gonna move on. Or move back, really, to Zootopia. <laughs> so, Ooh. Tyler, 30 seconds. Uh, you get 15 seconds. Thoughts? No. Okay. So, no. We, you got 10 seconds. We all know Albert. I was on one of his episodes for Spoilers, Please. I love the movie. I absolutely love the film. And that's all I'll say. Great oh, noir. Oh, perfect. You just said it. Haley, go. I really like the casting choices. Um, Tyler and I had a fun time trying to figure out who was who. Uh, you mean who was the rabbit and who was the fox? Oh, and pretty much everybody. Mayor Be- Bellwether, played by Jenny Slate. A- Jenny Slate, who's on oh. um, Parks and Recreation. I am it was that. I, I missed that one. All right, <laughs> money please. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was blown away. I was actually really looking forward to it. I thought they did a good job with the trailers, and then I actually watched it and. It's probably easily one of the best film noirs that's come out in the last 30, 50 years. I, I really feel dirty calling it a film noir, but it's there. It's one of the darker Disney it's, movies. It's they've there. Ever, yeah. It's like the when they go to Tahunga, that shit was really dark and intense. Yeah. Tahunga and Vine. What I, I thought they Wherever. pronounced yeah. with the, the H sound Definitely. instead of the... No, no, no. It was, it was a joke in the movie. All right. Fair enough. Mm. I completely missed that. <laughs> and then I'm Go sorry, but uh, what's her name? Uh, who played Gazelle? Shakira absolutely oh, sh- killed it with that song. I freaking love that song. You know what? The the hardest part for me about that moment was hearing Shakira and seeing Shakira in my mind, and then but seeing like, a big oh, gazelle, gazelle with my eyes. Yeah, I, I I I it got a little weird. That's funny because on Albert's podcast, and then of course Haley and I, we we hated it. I mean, you don't like the song? What'd you no. think of the song, Eric? The song itself, it's a whatever pop salsa anthem. I liked it. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I think it fit I'm for not, what they were doing. I'm not a huge fan of Shakira's music. I got so. weirded out Same. by some tigers wearing glitter and <laughs> a gazelle a Brazilian there, yeah. woman. But <laughs> uh, there, there's a lot of weird things. The Godfather references though were that, off the chain. Oh, they were good. I haven't even seen those yet, but I was laughing at that part. Oh man, we will. They were so we'll perfect. I, I would give you my Brando, but my Brando sucks. And we already Wait, established already that. No, I would love to hear your Brando again. No, you already heard my Brando I tonight. I did. That's why I want to. <laughs> I've never Wouldn't seen mind. Godfather Part 3. I've never oh, seen how dare you. I've three. Three. No, 3, you can stop. No, no, no. But, I, no, no, but I own needs, Godfather no, no, no. Part 3. He needs three. to actually watch that to see how bad it was. Oh, man, you actually no. need to see I yeah, bought the trilogy at Best Buy you one know, the day. Thing, the thing about Godfather 3 is it's not a terrible film. I know that your style of film that you like... And you would probably enjoy well, in it. In your opinion, Eric, why the, was it bad? The problem is you're comparing it directly against Godfather 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah. And Two of the greatest movies ever made. It doesn't hold up. Yeah. It's okay. not there at all. Well, well I, I think it's... Be, well, spoilers. I think it's just because the main character does a total 180 suddenly, you know. That's where I, I think it falls flat. I don't me. think... Fran, first of all, I don't think... Especially post-1970s, Francis Ford Coppola is not that strong of a director. No. No, he's not. Not anymore. No. What? Are you saying that twist? He made was not a good three movie? good movies. 
wow. three. Godfather Part 1, Godfather Part 2, and The Conversation. Which, The Conversation is probably my favorite of the three. Wait, what about... Um, Despite the fact that Godfather 1 and 2 are two of the most iconic films in existence. Apocalypse yeah. Now. Apoc- I don't like Apocalypse Now. Oh my god, come on, really? No, I, I that agree, movie's great. Actually. It's it I, has I its moments. It's it's what? I prefer the book. Me well, too. Yeah. I'll reread Heart of Darkness before I rewatch Apocalypse Now. Joseph Conrad, okay, the though, the, the he's the most influential the, writer. The theatrical in or the director's cut? Though. Other than the Bible. Either. Really? Yeah. Mm. The director's cut, honestly, the theatrical I, I cut is Martin a thousand Sheen. times oh. better than the the theatrical cut is way better than director's cut. The director's cut is this three and a half hour piece of drivel that goes nowhere. You know what? Okay. No, no. The, I think there was purpose behind that. Though. The only time like, and this is true. Literally the only time I prefer the director's cut over the theatrical release is in the case of Blade Runner. Nope. Okay. Live free or die hard. Also great. Alien. Oh, I haven't seen a director's oh, cut. Oh, you no, know, it's not for, director's for me, that has, unrated cut. For me, oh, that so has to be Alien 3. More? And, and there's blood. It, and then make it more like the first Die Hard? Yeah, it's a much better film. It's oh, actually okay. really good. For me, it has to be the director's cut better than theatrical. For me, that is Alien 3, actually, because David Fincher actually looked... Not oh, a director's man. cut, as it turns well, out. Well, yeah, but that was well, He says shit. that was the thing that was closest to a director's cut oh. that he ever made. But he disowned the movie. He wouldn't even yeah. uh, approve of the assembly cut. Like, there, like uh, the director's cut of Aliens, it's good, but I don't think it's better. It's I, way too fucking long. Yeah, it's like, longer, I, yes. Like, I watched it, and, and like even today, when I rewatch Aliens, that's the version I watch. Yeah, yeah. But while I'm there, sitting on my couch watching, I'm like, I get why they cut this. Yeah. 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 Because um, most of it was just unnecessary. Yeah. My favorite director's cut is actually Hellboy. Ooh, I haven't seen that one. No. I didn't know they, had a, they came up with a director's cut of that. It's only like eight more minutes, but I like it. What? what that, that's a lot longer minutes? than a lot of director's cuts. Yeah, yeah. What are those eight horror minutes movies? About? Director's cuts are like, oh, it's three extra uh, no, minutes, that, and it's not no, even no, more no, violent. No, 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 like no, Sam no. Raimi. Let's just show thirty extra seconds. No, 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 yeah. no, guys. The Hobbit's Battle of Five Armies was thirty oh, minutes fuck extra. No, that was thirty minutes extra. No, and that's no. not. That's actually not the most ridiculous version of one of the extended versions of Lord yeah. of the Rings movies. Oh my god. Fellowship uh, was only 30 minutes longer. Um, but Two Towers and Return of the King were like four hours, four and a half hours. But, yeah, between those three uh, movies, they've got an extra like seven hours of footage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I have them. I have them on DVD. Yeah. It, it's two DVDs. It's like the fucking Sound of Music in 1996. Like Why the hell do we have two VHS tapes? And, you know, those aren't even close to some of the longest movies in history. There is this uh, gangster movie that Robert De Niro starred in for the life of me. I wish I can remember it. It was uh, the name. Um, the good version of it was like four hours. And they cut it down into two and a half hours. And it was utterly reviled. And like the director's cut was six hours. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's damn. Like, no. It's, it's like Robert it's a, De Niro fighting in World War II and then I'm moving to... New York in the 1950s and becoming a crime boss. Huh. Uh, I'm getting lost. Oh man, it was. Oh, God, I need to look it up. I'll. I think I know the one you're talking about, but I can't think of it. It's the like, name. oh, it's called like Four Seasons or something. Like the hotel? Kind of, Just yeah. <laughs> but it's basically you see them go from their spring when they're young to, and then it jumps to a summer when they're vibrant and happy. And then Wait, it wasn't to, James Woods in it too? 
Probably. <laughs> I think James Woods was in it. So it, it's like four seasons or something. Ba- basically, it's those seasons are a metaphor because you see them jump through time and you see them at different uh, ages. Yeah, I get it. It's like a six-hour fucking movie. Yeah. No, wait. Would the Lord of the Rings movies be a director's cut or would it just be an extended? It's more so, extended, but yeah. Actually, Peter Jackson has said that the theatrical cuts were his preferred versions of the film. He just released the extended versions because... For the fans. For the fans. Okay. Because yeah. his wallet wasn't packed enough? Exactly. Oh, oh, that's dirty, man. You know what? I can't believe I didn't think about this. My favorite uh, director's cut would have to be Ridley Scott's um, Kingdom of Heaven. Oh, yes, because the he, theatrical is absolutely terrible. The theatrical I cut saw was, the theatrical in it, and man, that... It makes never, no sense. It's terrible. I have either. never walked out of a movie... But goddamn, Kingdom of Heaven made me come close. Dude, the closest yeah. one for me was Ghost Rider 2. Oh, I didn't oh, even give that, that one a shot. One, yeah. yeah. Uh, no. I, mean, I didn't even give the first one a shot. Why would you even consider the second one? Because oh, I don't know if I saw the first one in theaters. I, I saw the first one, that. and I was like, there's no way they can make it worse. And they did. Yeah. The guys. They took the guys can, from Crank. It Crank. can always Neville be Dean. worse. Neville Dean God. and Taylor, and they had an unlimited budget, and they Still made that big piece. Like I will give them the first crank. That movie's great, but mm, it's fun. It's a very specific type of movie that does yeah. not translate to comic books. Well, you right. know, when you're watching Crank, when you're watching a movie called Crank, you know nothing <laughs> about it. You haven't even read the back flap of it. You just, it's called Crank. Oh, gee, it stars Jason Statham. I'm gonna watch this movie. And I'm gonna be in, entertained. Do you like That's it? That's where you do. You draw like Crank line. more than Shoot 'Em Up? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Shoot 'em up kind of annoys me. I get that it's supposed to be silly and a satire, but it still kind of pisses they, me off. They drew it out too far. Way too I like, far. I like I, I like a director's cut of Crank or of uh, Shoot 'em up where they chop out everything that does not have uh what's his nuts? Uh Owen, James, what? Main character. Clive Owen? Clive Owen, there we go. <laughs> So you're talking the movie's only about 20 minutes long now? Yes. <laughs> Jesus. I will watch that every day for the rest of my Did life. Did you ever see the director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven? No. Yes. It's a much, much better film. It's much more watchable than the theatrical. It's a, Even though it's 40 minutes longer, Yeah. it, it actually makes sense. The plot lines yeah. coalesce. It, it's a much better film. I'd it give it a, a chance. A much, a much more, a, a much, all the transitions are much that, more seamless. Ah, uh, like... Maybe that's give that's asking a lot from Kingdom of Heaven. It but. trust me, like yeah. I, I can I remember I saw the first Kingdom of Heaven, thought it was really stupid, was really frustrated. My friend loved it, thought it was great, was really enjoyed the action sequences. Then he bought the director's cut and was like, Oh, we're gonna sit here and watch this and I was like, Oh, this is the worst decision I'm gonna make. I'm gonna walk out of this movie twenty minutes into it. Halfway through, I was like, this movie's like actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. really blown oh, away. You know what's another fantastic director's cut? Is uh, Anchorman 2. Okay. Yeah. Just that, because you like better. the crack smoking scene. It comes oh, every so podcast, good. though. It's really funny, though. <laughs> Tyler, you had something to say? Um, and wanted- now it's time for the picks of the week. <laughs> Before we go, we would like to give you our personal picks of the oh, week. Man. Something that we are revisiting, <laughs> something current, something that's coming in the future, or whatever else we suggest you do. Who wants to go first? I got it. I, I got don't it. care. Tyler, go. 
Uh, no, Eric, go. Motherfucker. <laughs> killing me over here. All right. Um, I You're just, killing me earlier. It's, it's well deserved. <laughs> is what it is. I just, uh, I rewatched a movie and I must, I know I've, I've watched it before. This is obviously I'm labeling this as a rewatch. I must have been either drunk or super tired because I don't actually remember it from my first watching it, from my first viewing. I remember it from my viewing literally two days ago. And that's Naruto Shippuden, the movie. And the reason that this is my pick is because I I failed out of Naruto. I watched a whole bunch of episodes, and then I just got fucking tired of thir- or 23 minutes of Naruto s- sucking it up and just complaining about shit or eating ramen and nothing happening. And the movie is exactly what I wanted from every episode. Let's have, like... It's violent. Yeah. As- Fuck. Let's have three seconds of like, care- oh, they're sad about something, and then let's let's use ninjutsu to fuck some shit up. That's why, and that's ironically, that's why I watch like Bruce Lee movies and stuff like that. I don't give a shit about plot. I just want to see ninjas doing cool ninja shit. See, yeah, it's weird because we have the raid. I don't know if you've heard of those movies. Oh, the raid is fantastic. the The raid is a, a, a wonderful film. Not an American movie though. Not yet. <laughs> what do you mean, not yet? They're probably going to make an American. It's going to be, the what, the Raid 4, probably, at that point? Well, they did that, well, they did that the for raid. The Departed, remember? Oh, but, dude, the Raid 2 is or, great. Oh, man. Or, no, the Departed was actually very different from its source material. Well, from its source Infernal material, affairs, yes. But nonetheless, which it was Which William Monaghan, coincidentally, wrote Kingdom of Heaven. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Just sucking it in full circle here, Tim. Yeah, I, All right. Uh, anyway... Um, if you like anime, you watch Naruto, and you haven't either A, seen, or B, rewatched Naruto Shippuden, the movie, I highly recommend it. It's like an it's like an hour and a half of the anime that you always wanted and you never really got. <laughs> Haley, do you have something to contribute? You barely Miss Giggles over here. here. <laughs> giggles. Were you, were you even on this episode? <laughs> this happened last time, too. Um, well, we kind of derailed her with the Game of Thrones. With so I being wish, like, like four seasons ahead of myself. <laughs> um, thinking about recently on 3DS, I don't. I was trying to remember if we talked about this last week or not, but uh, Pokemon being re-released for 3DS. Oh, that's right. Red, downloaded. blue, and yellow. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's something stupid fucking cheap, right? It's like 10 bucks a pop. I have to look, but I'm down. I'm sorry. All the Nintendo Game Boy shit was always super fucking cheap. You had a video game for like twenty bucks back in the day. Back in the yeah, day, yeah. You had to yeah. watch it. It's like two by two screen in black and white. And Who or no, cares? Look, it was like, like, it was spaces, it's great. You could take it with you. You would be in a car and be like, "I'm you playing video play games. I'm a fucking badass." So much as a kid. <laughs> um, so that, and then just coming up, we're a little less than a month away now from opening a Wizarding World of Harry Potter. No, oh Officially. my god, we are not away from the opening. It is open for the I public right fucking now. Do you want to go? go? Yeah, I guess do. you can. I know, but I passes and money. Don't buy a goddamn day ticket and go to the Wizarding World. They bumped it up to the cost of uh, Disney prices. Uh, What? No. It's like 160. No, they didn't. Because they now actually have a draw, so they realize they can get away with it. Okay, wait some time. (laughs) Wait, I guarantee you, in two months they'll open that. No, because that was my plan for my girlfriend. I was like, oh, her birthday. Gonna get her passes and then front of the line passes. Cost me like 
four hundred bucks, no problem. Like whatever. Four. No, now it's gonna cost me like eight hundred dollars. No, 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 no. Wait, <laughs> wait until August. In August, the Universal yeah. Hollywood will open like, up I'll that. Wait until Star Buy Wars a day, opens up get twenty sixteen and- <laughs> free. Well, yeah, that was my plan. Because literally, uh, unless you can go during, you know, on a weekday sometime soon, it they've been open for the general public. Well, they don't like, announce I've, it, but it's, I know that's hey. what the thing is. Is like if you go out there and it's one of those days, it's not open. Which has been that the last blow. fourteen days. That, yeah. Well, I was like, Ugh, I don't want to go. I just went. <laughs> I want to see that. In your I've pants. Already, yeah. Well, I didn't Damn. have time to get up. Oh. <laughs> Whoa! This Tim's podcast Tim Spacer. <laughs> Welcome to episode well, don't sixty-nine. Don't say like that. <laughs> Eric loves ass to mouth. You put it in his <laughs> ass, then you put it in his mouth. <laughs> anyway, I told you. Oh, that on episode sixty-nine, <laughs> people. Who's next? Sixty-nine, dude. I love that all the jokes are coming at the end. <laughs> yeah, coming. The jokes are coming at the end. That's what he said. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Jeff. Uh, the one that I'd have to, this is Jeff of Indie Comics with Jeff, by the way. I would have to say that mine relates to Cartoon Network. Uh, Power Cartoon Network. Network? Network. Cartoon are Network. They, are they murdering fucking cartoons over here? CIA's cartoons? Goddamn cartoon assassins coming in. <laughs> no, but they are bringing back Powerpuff Girls. And that was one of my favorites back in the early 2000s. They are bringing it back, so I'm kind of excited for that. So Ooh, we got to we got oh, we got to stop right I, now. I, um, I can't believe I'm about to ask this question because I really don't want to know the answer. But, <laughs> bro, when's the last time you've been laid? Yeah, right. <laughs> Powerpuff Girls, your favorite, and you're oh, man. There's there's some questions. You'd be able to have a lot. You'd be able to have a lot of interest, guys. Hey, Eric, when's the last time you got laid? Uh, what time is it? Eight twenty three. 16 hours. Oh, Tyler, Tyler when's, la- uh, Tyler, when's the last time you got laid? I love you guys. When's the last time you got laid? <laughs> My no parents idea. listen to this podcast. Hey, Haley, when's the last time <laughs> so, you got laid? So never. Hey, Haley, when's the last time Tyler, you know, lit the candles and <laughs> the like, we, put oh, that, that's rose never, petals you know on that. the... <laughs> that's never, candles on you? When's the last time Tyler, Tyler got Tyler really geeky and was like... down the cards and spray <laughs> incense in the room. I mean, we hugged earlier. That's pretty good. Scandalous. <laughs> yeah. Does your mom know sh- you're showing your ankles right now? Your ankles are Hugging visible. this boy this with your ankles exposed. Oh, man. We can see your daughter's ankles. <sighs> oh, oh my was god. Really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Unacceptable. <laughs> oh All right, Mr. Powerpuff Girls. Damn straight. Oh dear lord. <laughs> Somebody say Tyler. Hey. Okay. Cuz he ain't getting any don't mean I'm right. not using it. So Oh, oh dirty thinking about that. Did you just fart? <laughs> What? Are you talking? Just, did anyone else not hear that? He clearly just farted. <laughs> talking about Jeff. <laughs> did not. Indie comics. Then what with was the <laughs> sound? <laughs> yeah, that was up here. Indie comics with Jeff just farted. <laughs> Excuse me. It was. <laughs> no, I can't even do it right now. I'm laughing too much. Oh my God. Uh, 
Did you say your pick of the week, Tyler? No. <laughs> His pick of the week was farts. No, Always. it wasn't. Because Tyler loves it when you put put it in his ass, then you pull Tim? it out, and then it just goes. Tim. <laughs> Tyler's not a slide whistle. Come on. <laughs> you broke him. And who the hell is listening at this point? Please all email it off already. us at grandgeekgathering. Really? At gmail.com. We love you. If you made it to this point, we desperately want to be friends with you. Yes, Please we do. send us a selfie. Come on over. In your picture. And hang out with us sometime. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We're pretty available. We're, we don't got anything better to do. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. You can check us out. <laughs> you can check out our other shows and offerings on iTunes and visit our new website, the Grand Geek Gathering. The Grand Geek Gathering. .com. Go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review us. We love comments, questions, requests, and nudes. What? That joke needs to die one of these days. Never! <laughs> so email us episode. at grandgeekgathering at gmail.com to stay updated. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and we stream on Twitch.tv. The show has been brought to you by the Grand Geek Gathering Network. Join the gathering. <laughs> Have a great week and suck on my penis. GGG! <laughs> suck my balls. Now I fucking fart. Now Eric I fucking loves farted. ass to mouth. I did. His ass to his mouth. Fart. Hey, man, that was, that was a private moment. <laughs> Damn it. It was you and me at the lake. <laughs> Uh -oh, you, me, and Dupree. My pick of the week was a sculptor. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even go for pick of the week. No. Nope. Right. <laughs> Jeff served up with Powerpuff Girls and we lost <laughs> we it. We were just it, like, oh, we couldn't even handle it. it. What is my pick of the week? Um, Are we still rewatch games?